Welcome to Unchenu and Strength Podcast. This is a podcast to help new and aspiring entrepreneurs get your business off the ground with simple, easy, and effective mindset and business strategies. I am your host, Maria C. Krause. I love music, and I'm fully aware that I can't sing, but I do it anyways. It's the little things in life that spark my soul. I'm fascinated with the deep blue of the sky, the stars, and the moon, and I also love ice cream, tons of it. In this podcast, I bring special guests from all over the world, from different backgrounds and niches of expertise, who share their unique story and their most valuable tools, tips, and strategies to help you become more successful in all areas of your life. We cover everything from branding, mindset tools, Facebook ads, how to start a podcast, how to build a Facebook group, you name it. We're here to help you and empower you to build a life and business you always dreamed of. Enjoy this week's episode. level this year. Learn to create content that attracts your ideal clients with ease and flow. Let go of mindset blocks and all beliefs that are no longer aligned to the women you are. Hit consistent five-figure months while running a soulful business. And how about creating an ideal balance between your life and your business where you no longer have to hustle or work thousands of hours to achieve the results you desire? Take your business to the next level is an exclusive one-to-one mentoring and coaching program designed for the woman who is tired of hiding and is ready to step into her full authentic power. With Take Your Business to the Next Level, you will learn how to implement easy, simple, and effective mindset tools and business strategies designed exclusively for you and your business. Say goodbye to this crazy year on a high, doing a happy, happy dance to your favorite tune. For more info on how I can help you take your business to the next level, keep an eye on your inbox or check the link in this podcast to book a free strategy call and start planning your next steps for success. Looking forward to meeting you, lovey. See you soon. Hello, everybody. Welcome to another episode of Unchain Your Strength Podcast. And this week, we have a special guest. We have um, Cynthia Mikalev. Hi, Cynthia. How are you? Um, very well, thank you. Thank you so much for inviting me, Maria, here. I'm so excited. So happy to have you here. You're all the way from Ibiza, are you? I can see the sun behind you. That's on my like, <laughs> it still looks nice and warm there. <laughs> yes, it's actually gone warmer again. It was like so nice to have like a, a bit of cooler weather after the rain and it's gone warmer again. But like, we can't complain. This is yeah. one of the best months. I know, but that's a visa. Like you get, it gets really cold during the winter anyways, don't you? Like during the winter, yeah. the island gets really cold. Yeah. I would have thought it was all year round. And then people from there were like, when I went there a couple of years ago, they were like, no, you're crazy. It's like the winter gets really cold. But I suppose your cold <laughs> is somebody else's warm anyways. Like that would be a warm weather uh, for German people or Polish or Russians. <laughs> Yes, totally, because the sun is still kind of warmer, right? Like then in the northern countries, yes. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, Cynthia, you are an online business mentor, and would you tell us a little bit more about yourself so everybody can get to know you? Yes, so I am from Malta. I am left Malta exactly to this day, 21 years ago. Wow. <laughs> my life, I don't <laughs> <laughs> yes, I left to continue studying um, and I went to London, spent 20 years in London. So I worked in banking, mainly banking, in um, IT and finance. So I'm also a trained accountant as well. 
Um, but I'm all I always had businesses all always along along the way. Mm-hmm. So I worked in banking, and then for example, I worked a lot of contracting work. So after I finish a contract, I will go and start another a business. Or sometimes I even started a business while I was working. It's just I always felt that I wanted to do something more. Yeah. And um, the, the my career in banking, I suppose, wasn't totally fulfilling. So I was always looking at that something more. So I've had quite experience in quite a lot of businesses. Okay. And, and <laughs> And um, so, hustles. for example, <laughs> sorry, side hustle, always hustling. <laughs> yes. So, for example, it was more like um, driven out of passion. Mm-hmm. So, I um, I was really interested in food. So, I started. I did the cordon bleu course for to start off with, and then I did. Um, I started to cooking Maltese food. So I started doing that for parties and for catering, which I absolutely love. And I did that in my weekends. And then there, it was the vogue to do um, artisanal markets across London. So I started selling um, like Maltese pastries, which I really, it's super exhausting, but I lo- absolutely love. Um, but it, it was an amazing experience. Um, and then after I stopped that, you know, I always had different things going on. Um, and then my last one, before I left London, I, I opened up a yoga studio in uh, London's Canary Wharf. Um, and yes, again, that was, that was a really difficult project. That is, was my challenging project. Um, Can I ask you, were you still working at the bank at this time when you opened this yoga studio or was it, okay, that's it, I'm just going full on and you study as a yoga instructor as well? I I wasn't at the time, but I was really into yoga. So both my partner and myself, we were into yoga like for Mm -hmm. 10 years before that. So everything around us was was yoga. We knew all the yoga people in London. We had like a really big community. Um, and that's, I did actually level one and was my aim was like to open a yoga studio in London. Okay. And then, yes, yeah, so I, I planned it all when I was working. However, I opened it after I stopped working because I was also pregnant. So um, I gave birth to my son. I opened the yoga studio in the same week, of course. Oh, as <laughs> wow. <laughs> Talking about getting um, out of your comfort zone. <laughs> Let's do all that ones. <laughs> do it all at once. So I had two babies born within four days of each other. Um, however, the yoga studio had to go. Um, thankfully, not my baby. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> yoga studio had to go. Um, it was, as you know, London, you know, the rents are super expensive. Mm-hmm. And we were financing it all ourselves and we just couldn't handle it we just couldn't do it both of course it wasn't the right time right of course it wasn't yeah. the right time but I also didn't seek help I didn't even I thought about it but I didn't have the confidence at the time to seek financial help business help and everything so I was doing it all and then decided to to let it go unfortunately and um, but I've learned so much from it. I can imagine. So much. If you're doing everything, you have to, yeah, it's the marketing, it's the publishes, it's everything, the counting, every, although you know it, but you, you're you doing it for yourself now. It's a different thing, isn't it? 
totally because we had about 16 yoga teachers for us not working full time of mm -hmm. course but doing the classes so the admin of that was so much um yeah and taught everything myself so i used to get you know one hour one hour's work when my baby was asleep things things like that like crazy yeah. things you know um, um anyway so that that had to go and then and then i started just doing creative projects after that i i let myself obviously take a total break um, and then enjoying the time with my son, but my creativity in me, in me always comes up. I I cannot stop creating. I cannot stop like dreaming of something, and like literally the next day it's happening. <laughs> you're uh, you're Virgo, are you, Cynthia? You're born in September. Oh, yeah, like, well. yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I know it's crazy. That's how like the creative because it's always the Virgos and in, in, uh, in Libras that it's like you can't stop. You always have to do be moving, doing something, learning something. <laughs> We're very curious. <laughs> Totally. And then I started just doing projects and it's really nice actually when you do that, you do projects without the the aim of making money because then it's just a creative project. So for example, I had a project um, uh, again with hel healthy food. So created a healthy foods blog and started really learning everything about healthy foods and the ingredients. Um, and then after that, I did a photography project, even though I'm not a photographer. And um, stopping women in, in London, in the streets of London. And that was so much fun. That is one thing that I would like to take back, take take on as a as a charity or as a woman voice mm -hmm. at some point. I really wanted to get that going. Sounds like fun. <laughs> yes, it's a lot of fun, actually. Um, and then we decided to move to Ibiza. Um, I was pregnant with my daughter and uh, we decided again, you know, the right timing after she was one month, we, we came to Ibiza. And uh, since I've been here for the last five years in Ibiza, I started yoga retreat. So I also do this, obviously not at the moment because of the pandemic, but I've been running yoga retreats in Ibiza for the last four years as well. Wow, that's a huge change from London to Ibiza, isn't it? Like this, the pace is very, you slow down a lot. How, how was it for you? Did you get used to it straight away? It, it takes a while, does oh, it? Wow. <laughs> it took me three years to get used to it, to be honest. <laughs> three years. It, we were also central London, so I used to walk to central London. Yeah. And, uh, and I... I'd spent 20 years in London and I didn't realize that London was really home. Mm -hmm. You know, we so you always complain. There. I think everyone yeah. who lives in the city, we always complain. But I always say that don't, don't take it for granted because we don't realize how, much, how home it is. And I, yeah. still, I still think now it's home. I still, we still go off and when we can, of course. Yeah. And it's, it's, still, it's still part of me there. Um, and yes, so from, a, from an apartment in London, we came to a house in total countryside um, with two babies, basically. And I was on my own during the week because my partner was traveling in London. So it was like a, a really challenging. Like it was a lot of fun. Mm -hmm. yeah. We obviously changed our lives totally on the beach because obviously I come from Malta, so I love being by the beach and everything. Yeah. But during the week on my own, it was hard, I have to admit it. 
I say so because it's a huge pace like I I lived in New York when I was younger and I was there for five years and then straight after I went to Barcelona so it took me it took me about a year to get used to and just about because I remember was just going through from such a fast pace and like you're always doing something to going to taking naps in the middle of the day (laughs) <laughs> like it's a Monday. Why are you taking a nap? And they're like, "Well, this is what we do." <laughs> like, no, you know, I know. So, like, your yeah. whole changes completely. You change completely in the whole process as well, though. Yes. Now, now we're really used to it. Now we live even more in the countryside. But mm-hmm. what's changed now? Oh, my kids are older. So it becomes easier and we have a community around us. So even though like for someone coming from outside, they think we live in the middle of nowhere, but I can walk to so many friends. Um, so even when I'm on, on my own de- in the house, people tell me, aren't you scared? Because it's totally dark. It's totally yeah. useless. <laughs> I'm like, are, are you not scared? I'm like, actually, now I'm really used to it now. After, mm-hmm. but Also, I know that I have really close friends within walking distance. Okay. <laughs> Cynthia, so now you are, you've taken your business online since you can't do the retreats, right? And, um, and you've taken everything you've learned throughout your years of your side hustles, your different kind of businesses, and now you're a business mentor, online business mentor for, for female entrepreneurs, right? Can you tell us a little bit more about what you do? I know, I know you do a lot of lives. I love people that do lives because that's like the things that people scares the people the most. <laughs> so but once you start doing it, you start getting more confident and it's easy peasy after. You're like, oh yeah, we'll, do, we'll go live. That's okay. As long as I have the laptop or the phone, you're fine. So can you tell us about how you should get started your business online? Because uh, we spoke about this before and it was that. It was like, okay, now that you can't do retreats, you know, and I love this part because you actually have, you adapted your business and able to keep working on your stuff, uh, although with something different, but you're you're teaching what you've learned throughout your own experience. Exactly, totally. So in my yoga retreats, even though the delivery of the yoga retreats was, of course, offline, you know, they come to Ibiza and we, we spend a week together. However, the business, like I get the clients, I get the, the guests online. So everything was <laughs> online. So I, I really learned a lot of what to do and what not to do um, by building not just the yoga retreat business but that was the last one of course by building all my other businesses but by building this business I learned so much about how to build up an online business and how to get clients at the end of the mm-hmm. day and um, online and then the pandemic hit so we went quite early because we were in Spain you know we come under Spain of course and I immediately, within a few days, I started doing uh, yoga online, just free yoga. I started a group and started teaching yoga online, which I really, really loved. I like absolutely loved. And um, <laughs> it helped the people who were in my group, but it also helped me because, you know, in the pandemic, we weren't seeing anyone. We weren't allowed out. So we weren't mm-hmm. allowed out of the house unless we're shopping. So it was really nice for me to put on some lipstick and, you know, feel <laughs> good. <laughs> so again that was a learning process you know how to build a group how to interact and then I was talking to a coach and she recommended you know why don't you start teaching other people how to how to go online um, I didn't I didn't realize I didn't decide immediately 
mm-hmm. it was really hard for me to be totally honest to like let the yoga go so then it builds you know so i let myself for a few weeks you know like go through this so now what i do i amalgamate i put together yoga philosophy with the teachings of business because yoga philosophy is like one of my passions i can just listen to this to to yeah. the yoga gurus yoga teachers for hours and and what i do obviously i make it in super simple language you wouldn't even realize it's yoga philosophy but i get inspiration from my spiritual teachers so and it's very practical actually because you know as you know virgos super practical people yes exactly for me for me for me to apply it it has to be practical if it's too woo up there and it's not practical for me i cannot apply it personally so this is what i do um i try and put the yoga philosophy together with business and um it's actually quite surprising that this is i believe that a lot of the stuff that we hear it comes from whether it's yoga philosophy or some ancient philosophies it mm. actually comes from there anyway so and this is why i love it so much <laughs> i love it when i spoke to cynthia cynthia the way you run your business i i love it there's a part very soulful about it you know like um you know there, there's because there's the part of like people teaching or hustling and working hard and working hard and i, I i'm completely against it I completely disagree. I'm completely against it. I do understand we have to work, but we have to work on the right things and put the love into those right things that work for us. Because there's certain things that won't work for us, might work for you, might not work for me. And that's the reality. You know, even if there's, you know, coaches out there that's sharing, like, you know, I have the secret formula, the secret formula, the secret formula is you. So it's you and your alignment and your authenticity that makes your business work. And that's how I love, when Cynthia and I were talking before, and she's like, okay, I'll bring this into my business I'm like oh I love it it was just I kept smiling I kept nodding I was like yes yes I love seeing more women bringing that part into business you know that that brings that femininity and brings that real spirituality into it that you know let's do things one step at a time let's let's build something that is going to last and it's going to make us happy not something that we're going to you know resent in a couple of days or a couple of months and you're like oh I'm burned out I don't want to do this anymore right Totally, totally. And um, and that's that's why I came up with my Zen success framework, as we talked before, and um, to really try and keep this on our everyday working, not once in a while, not something that we have to do once in a while. Um, And it's very simple, very practical things we can incorporate in our day-to-day life. so I can talk about them. Can I? Yes, can I talk about my, my framework? <laughs> so it's okay. explain alignment success. What did I get? Sense success. <laughs> brain work. That's what I'm sorry. I'm just like, <laughs> my brain just went. <laughs> sorry, Cynthia. That's the name of it. Yeah. And that, that's what you're going to share with us today. Yes. With my Zen success framework. Yes. Okay. Perfect. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> cool. All right, so it's based on three pillars. Um, and the first pillar is alignment. The second pillar is focus. And the third pillar is balance. So we put all of these together to build, as, as you said, as Maria said before, a sustainable business for a long term. And um, so alignment, 
we probably heard all of this before, right? So we connect to the power of our heart. We connect to our why. And why do we do that? We do that, first of all, so that we build a business that really speaks to us. So, you know, what is, what, what impact do we want to make in the world? And sometimes I really understand that it might get, it might be hard for some of us to get to it because it took me a really long time to get to my why. Everyone used to say, you know, what is your why? What is your why? I'm like, I don't know what my why is. How can I access that? It's because when I spent so long in the corporate environment, I really lost touch with my inner self or whatever you call it. I really lost touch. I really lost touch. I wasn't sensitive anymore to it. I couldn't really feel it. So it's okay if it takes you a long time to really know exactly what the what our why is, what's your power of the heart, what you really want to have an impact in the world. So just keep on looking. And what I've also said is taking action. By taking action, this is how we know. Mm-hmm. If we think about it too much, if we're doing too many you know, written exercises, we're not going to get to it. It's okay to do some of it, but we need to take action. We need to start. Even if in the beginning doesn't feel complete or we don't know exactly, you know, we're going a little bit like that, there yeah. we go. <laughs> so, and let's not wait, you know, until, you know, one day we wake up and have like, ding, you know, so let's not wait for that. Let's just start doing. So this is why I'm saying it's kind of um, spiritual, but also very practical. Mm-hmm. And so the power of the heart, of course, is super important. And also why is it important? So that when we're struggling, because it's going to happen, right? When yeah. we are in business, <laughs> we are going to struggle. And we're going to have no, It's a lie. <laughs> We're going to have difficult days and we're going to have rejections. We're going to have a lot of rejections, especially in the beginning. Um, unless, you know, you're super lucky or you have unicorn clients, then, you know, good luck to you. That's amazing. But when we're going to have all these, you know, when we're going to have struggles or challenges and so forth, then we connect to the power of the why. We connect. We're like, okay, why am I doing that? And that should like kickstart you like immediately. So when you're feeling down and you don't feel like doing it today, you don't feel like waiting, you think of the power of the high and like, there you go. You know, it should immediately give you that buzz that you keep on going mm-hmm. and not listen to the heart, to, to your mind, I mean. And, and then my second pillar, the second pillar is focus. So why do I talk about this? I talk about focus because nowadays, as we all know, social media is so busy, right? It's so overwhelmingly busy. We have things pinging all the time. And everyone says, you know, go and find your ideal clients on social media, on Instagram, Facebook, and all of that. But how do you do it? How do you do it? How you don't overwhelm yourself? So basically, it's, you know, your goals, you know, for example, if you're building your own community, you know how many people you want to build by what time. And you are focused in the way you're working. So you are re- re- have really exact goals and you are really focused. And the way I'm working, which has really totally changed everything, is I worked with a timer. <laughs> I worked with a timer. Yes. Oh, and gosh. It's, my, <laughs> it's, it's a game changer. Yes. It might seem a bit too much, but it's, for me, it's really changed. So I do 90 minutes. Some people might do 60 minutes or 20 minutes. It depends on everyone, of, you know, on how you work. But I do 90 minutes, I do a timer, and then I take 15 minutes break. 
on that 90 minutes also, I work on one specific thing and I know exactly what I'm going to do that before that, right? That's because of the planning. And, and it's really changed me. Also, it's really changed the way I work. Also, you can get more work done. So it is mm -hmm. really a case of working uh, smarter and not harder. But it also helped me with my confidence. As we talked last time, it helped me with my confidence. And the reason is because I don't stay going to look everywhere else and uh, feeling like I'm not doing enough, I am not good enough. You know, someone else who's doing the same thing as me has a lot more, um, a lot more followers and comments and all of this. So by really focusing on my journey and being really knowing exactly what my journey is, it's helped me to increase my confidence. I love that. Thank you. Thanks, Cynthia. Because I think that is happens a lot, especially running a business online. You're there constantly. You said the notifications, the pings, they're like comparison and all that kind of thing. I will highly suggest, like Cynthia said, put timers and also turn off your notifications. I, I found that, <laughs> that I've done that for the last two two years now and it has completely changed it just i go in when i need to go in and i'm like and as you do i was like i have a timer i'm like okay from this time to this time i'm gonna network from this time to this time i'm gonna comment or there's the day that i only do content you know stuff like that that is like specific so you just concentrate on that one thing so you're not thinking about all the other things under the things you have to do exactly Exactly. Um, and then the last pillar is balance, because as we all know, we cannot, oh, we cannot overwork. Otherwise, it's totally sustainable, right? So also, let me just mention the most important thing about balance. So we all know that we need to sleep well, we need to eat well, move well, and, uh, and meditate. And one small thing about meditation, meditation doesn't have to be 20 minutes up on a mountain, or I mean hours and hours up on a mountain. It, even if you spend five minutes journaling, five minutes going for a walk on your own, you know, away from your children, if you have any children, just five minutes on your own, first thing in the morning or last thing at night, it's just really nice to get that energy, get that mm -hmm. feeling again into your body. And also um, the main thing that I think is really important, which relates to focus, um, is digital detox. So using the phone at least as possible. I know this can be a yeah. bit controversial nowadays. You <laughs> <laughs> that's your, your tool. It's your tool for your business. I completely agree. I know it sounds a little bit, oh, that's contradictory, contradictory. But it is, it's like if you were in work, let's say if you work as a, I don't know, a co like you work as a barista, you don't want to be making coffee all day, every day when you get home. It's that kind of similar, you know, like you don't want to be using those tools all the time. Like you want to be doing something else on your time off. <laughs> exactly, exactly, totally. And so digital detox is, we can start step by step. You can start by, you know, just not looking at your phone in the morning, like first thing in the morning, right? Like how many of us wake up, check our messages, check our emails or whatever is like important for you. Like, but by not doing that and doing, for example, content writing in the morning or even just going for a walk, it's amazing. It's like going to the gym. It, you feel good instantly just mm -hmm. by going to the gym. And so I really recommend it. Or for example, you know, 
stopping the phone early in the evening and not looking at it so you can do like little bits what i have been doing as well is not taking it outside with me when i can and it's really nice it's so nice to just like oh i'll check you know there's like a bit of waiting time for example i look at my phone i cannot and i notice more things around me i am fresher you know my brain is not like eh. and yeah. <laughs> so it's amazing all of the guests all of the guests that come on our retreat they all would like to have digital detox we all they all know that it is so important however when i tell them okay let's do a day digital detox most of them don't it's really hard to let go let go of that and um, so it's really it's really good to have these small practices Cynthia, can I ask you, this is just random, right? Well, no, in your opinion, don't you think that there is a little bit of hiding behind the phone for certain people that, you know, that is that, let's say, it might be like a social anxiety or they don't know what to say or they're afraid of saying something and then that's why they're constantly checking their phone or you're having a try to have a conversation with them and they go straight into the phone and it's like they're completely ignoring you. And I don't know, because I've noticed that a little bit of certain people have been a little bit nervous around them, but they're always, you know, having to pull their phone out and know that we didn't have this. I don't know what age are you, but I remember when I was a kid, we didn't have this. We, we couldn't hide anywhere. We had to stand there and have the conversation no matter what, <laughs> even if we didn't. Oh, <laughs> it was one of those things. I'm sure. I'm sure it's for, it's for some people, yes, it's to hide, totally. And it's just like we don't know how to kind of get bored or stare anymore. Silence. Exactly. Like we, we just lost the ability to do that. And one of the um, yoga, um, yoga teachers I used to follow, I follow actually, I absolutely love him. Max Strom, he's a breathwork guy. And I went on a workshop with him one weekend and he said, it's like the phone has become our second brain. Mm -hmm. So... You know, if you think about this, it's actually quite scary that, like, it's our, is, do I really want that as my second brain? Like, am I not enough? Does it, am, don't I, am I not capable enough on my own? Do I really need this thing, you know? So it's But nice it to just let go of that. Yeah, maybe what it makes sense. You know, when you're trying to have a conversation, you try to remember something about history or, I don't know, an actor in a movie or this song you so much love. And, like, you, you're there trying to think, you're like, oh, my God, it's going to come. And then somebody's like, oh, just Google it. Or they just grab the phone. And you're like, no, no. Like, it's there. It's in your memories. It's somewhere. You also have, like, a RAM or ROM, whatever, in your head. But it's just that, <laughs> that accessibility and make it so much simpler. I'm just like, oh, I'm just going to Google it. That's fine. And I'm like, it, it, like it's something that it drives me insane. But I know I do it sometimes when I get so frustrated and I can't remember. But uh, but it is. It is the second brain. It's just it's sad, though. It's sad to think it that way. <laughs> yes. And, but I think it's gone a little bit too far. But I think we can all do a little bit. You know, we can mm -hmm. all, instead of like saying, okay, I'm not going to use my phone forever or you know get like you know the, the old phone to just like do a little bit and and what's really really helps me actually is working on my computer mainly and not on my phone yeah so before i used to like send messages on my phone and emails and reply to clients now it's just my computer mm -hmm. and it's really changing because kind of the computer is working time is more intentional 
and then the phone i'm literally using it so little and when i'm doing speaking most of the times actually and lives <laughs> that's that's a great tip yeah no i get it, i get it it's just like using one thing for a specific purpose like using your laptop because you sit there it's kind of like all right i'm gonna sit down you know when you go and have a meal and you're like okay i'm gonna sit down and have my plate and i have my little things and it's the same when you do with your laptop and you go to work you know that time specific time this is what you do and then once you're done once you close the laptop that's it you go and go about with your day and I am with you on that one <laughs> I'm just like so similar that's how I was loving you when I was talking to you before I'm like yeah that's how business should be run <laughs> just like smooth <laughs> okay so yeah. we have definitely yeah so we had alignment we had focus and your last one is balance yeah balance. yes and digital detox yeah okay yeah so that's that's what I just talked about yes Okay, sorry. So we had them like that. So it was the three pillars. It was alignment, focus, and balance. And Lovey, uh, just to wrap it up, is this, well, anything that you would love to tell people who are just starting their business? Because um, I love bringing people here as well that they're not in like five, six years of business. I, was, I had a lot of guests like yourself that, you know, they started their business or they transitioned their business into online. And I really, I congratulate you for, for taking that step, especially in this crazy, crazy year of 2020, taking that step and just going for it and, you know, having to adapt and still doing something that you absolutely love. So for those people that want to start their business, what would you like to tell them, Cynthia? Um, that, you know, there's, all, there's always an excuse not to start it now. Always. And it's usually time or money. Either I don't have enough money or I don't have enough time. Mm -hmm. There's always an excuse. So the best time to start is always now. And it is, it is the best time to start an online business because even if the pandemic say it's over like this, or even if it's over in a year's time or six months time, we're not going to go back to what it was so this is a new normal we're shifting i know so many businesses that had to go online during the pandemic and now they're opening their offline businesses as well but they're still keeping their online they're, mm -hmm. they're just not going to go, it's not going to be switched off so yeah. this is the best time to start an online business and what i want to say is because there's so much on social media that you can make money in the first three months in the first two months and so forth but it takes time it takes time to make money so it it's better to start and to start getting your ideas there and it's better to start rather than wait and then it takes you even longer to make money yeah yeah well it's like how many times thank you it's just so many times that people have started i i even started when i first started i was a transformational coach and i just work with mindset and then you know as i went by and i started learning more and more stuff i changed to buy mindset and business mentor so it, it is it's the case okay we'll start with something and look cynthia started being a yoga you still bring that yoga into your business but now you teach also women how to run their own business how to set up their own business which is great doing you know so you do as you said before Cynthia you take actions and you do and you learn and you keep on going and then you keep transforming yourself as well right exactly that is an everyday process it, it never stops learning never stops it never stops I know so Cynthia before we wrap up thank you so much for all your tips thanks for everything thanks so much for starting a business more women starting their business Woo! <laughs> makes me so happy <laughs> and 
for anybody who wants to reach out to you and get to know you more or how they can work with you, can you tell us where they can find you? Yes, so either I have my Facebook group, which is growing every day, it is Hub for Driven Entrepreneurs, or my website, which is my name, CynthiaMikalev.com. Okay, perfect. So that's simple. I'll, I'll drop the links anyways. But uh, that was it for us for today. Cynthia, I want to thank you so much for being here. And it's a, it's a absolutely pleasure meeting you. Thank you so much. I really enjoyed talking to you. Thank you. It was a lot of fun. Thank so much you. Fun. <laughs> okay, everybody. We'll see you next time. Bye. Thanks for tuning in, lovies. I love to hear your thoughts and opinions. So drop your comments or give us a shout. I'd like to get to know you more and what help and support do you need most to help you grow your business. I am Maria C. Krause and I help entrepreneurs become more visible by sharing their unique story, inspire, heal, and make a bigger impact. If you'd like to become a guest or a collaborator in any of our platforms or simply want to know about how I can help you take your business to the next level, you can find me on all social media platforms under Maria C. Krause or check out my website for freebies and updates at www.mariacrause.com. Make sure to follow us and share with your best besties to get your weekly dose of inspiration and motivation to kick ass in life and in business. Love, light, be. Have a wonderful day, whatever in the world you are.
Bye.